Oh, we're there. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another segment of Everything Goes. Aha. I'm early. I beat it by one minute. <laughs> I made it. I made it. Okay, we'll just wait for people to get in because most of the time I'm the one that's late. Um, we have a variety of different topics to talk about today. See where, what trouble we can get into. Um, like I said, you never know. You never know. <laughs> Hopefully this is helping the Europeans. Uh, connecting to the show as well and, and other countries outside of the U.S. and Canada. So we'll see what happens. We will see what happens. Hey, see what we got going on here. Aha! Just getting everything all set up. Um... Alrighty here, just getting everybody on board. He's going to come on board. Okay, we got to see who we got here. Aha, well, it's loading up pretty quick. Let's see here. Alrighty, I think I got everybody. Okay. So where do we begin? Where do we begin? I uh, I was working on the show and I decided to go all over the place and um, I wanted to read something, which is interesting because um, on Bitchu there's a, a X file. Again, it was done years and years ago, probably in what the two thousands or uh, early to mid two thousands. Um, about Skinner, the guy that's the head of the FBI that controls, you know, Mulder uh, and the doctor there in regarding to their research and investigation in the paranormal. He gets hit with a biotech assault. Somebody comes up to him, grabs him by the hand, and through contact, direct contact, now has been affected or infected by the nanotechnology. Now, I've been saying for the long time, there's no more gallons. More gallons is a byproduct of nanobiotech. It always has been. And that's been our stand from the very beginning, that nanotechnology, nanobiotech, nanogenetics, has always been the root cause of all the issues that we're seeing today on the planet in regard to the environment, in regard to our genetics, in regard to our atmosphere, everything. You know, uh, you know, the, um, so again, I wanted to read something I found on a page. I was really impressed that, um, uh, um, The, uh, in regarding to an article so that when you're getting a lot of bullshit on the internet about how you're going to deal with nanotechnology, how you're going to be deal with the injections, you have to understand that with the injections, a whole different animal, not the same thing. It is biotech with a genetic operating system, which is now uh, integrated with the DNA. That's a whole different animal. 
And people don't get people cannot make that distinction. They just think it's all the same thing. And that's because of the narrow perspective that people have. The window that they look through is very small, very small. So their perspective on what they're seeing is all based on what they don't know. Okay, it's based on what they don't know. So let me read a little something here. I'll have to probably do it again later on as, as the numbers come into play. Okay, don't make it too loud. All right, let me get to it. It says here, nanobiotech are resistant to chemicals. That's all chemicals. There's an article that came out this week about EDTA being able to remove this stuff out of the injections. This is such bullshit. We used EDTA 13, 14 years ago when we first got assaulted with the stuff. It did absolutely nothing. It wasn't until, excuse me, it wasn't until we realized that we have to disengage the operating system before anything could work. It didn't matter what you use. It matter if you use MRI, EDTA, sodium EDTA, calcium EDTA, DPTA, all of it. Didn't matter. Packed in charcoal, didn't matter. Nothing would touch it. Nothing would move it out. Hardly seen anything that would come out unless it hadn't, it hadn't been completely integrated or what was coming out, what, what was damaged, and what was attached to what was damaged. That was it. It was hardly anything coming out. So we realized back then that this thing was completely different than anything we've ever been encountered with. And whatever it was, because at the time we didn't know, we just called it what it was, nanobiotech, ultra-fine particles, angstrom particles, it's all the same. It's, it's different names saying the same thing. So it wasn't until I figured out that you had to put it to sleep through some sort of EM, EMP pulse or high high powered spike or high discharge of static electricity or a being a completely loaded ionic field where you were constantly under a charge so that the operating systems that were in the system could no longer receive instructions or it would jam the communications within the body. Okay, nanobiotech are resistant to chemicals because of the electrical nature of these creatures they are resistant to chemicals. This is true, and that's all chemicals. You have to also understand that if there are a carbon-based or silica-based uh, component, there's only one acid that touches silica, and you can't consume it. Silic acid, which can break that, will break you down. And carbon, the carbon nanoparticles they're using, like C60, C125, C75, C50, you know, black carbon, Graphene, graphite, these things are like three times harder than diamond. When you get into diamine and carbon, they're actually nine times harder than diamond. And the C60s or the carbon uh, uh, buckyballs are 100 times stronger than steel. You're not going to get this out any, with anything simple. And the reason why you can shatter them in your body using technologies because they are on the nanoscale because of their superconductivity, you can overload them and they will either touch each other. And when they touch each other, it's like a nuclear bomb going off because these, these are on an atomic level, uh, even smaller than atomic. So when they touch, they create a, their own miniature explosion, which causes a major burnout within the cluster of bots that are assembling to create a network. 
I have pulled that out of me and seen them completely singed, burnt, powdered, pulverized. Also, when you're running an EMP, it also erases the program, just like if you take a magnet across a cassette. If you're running a high static charge, it's the same idea. It's like a lightning bolt hitting a, a object, completely disintegrating it or just completely uh, total destruction. When you're running a high voltage uh, charge through your body, same idea as a lightning bolt, bang, and is it's a surge or a spike. When it's a pulse, that can actually activate the technology. That can actually activate the technology. So the so if there is a pulse, it has to be like almost a high impact pulse in order to break down the the communications network. The aggregation or the agglomeration of these of these bots or these fullerenes in order for them to be coming to be able to come out. Once that happens, and you've shattered those bonds and you shattered those connections and you shattered the the um, the integration with the with the with the body, then they'll come out. Then you'll you'll either shit them out, piss them out, sweat them out. Your body will put press them through your skin. You, you can soak them out, you know, in a saline bath, but they, it doesn't work until there's a form of disengagement. So let me read this. Nanobiotech are resistant to chemicals because of the electrical nature of these creatures. They are resistant to chemicals. Chemicals have a limited effect because the body always is cleansing itself by eliminating foreign substance through delivering the bladder. The effectiveness of chemicals is temporary and media, mediocre, if you want to even call it that. The reason for the difficulty in finding a cure is that everyone is trying to fight electrical problem with chemicals. And that's, when I saw that, I said, that's the truest thing and the most descriptive, um, the most descriptive um, def definition of what is happening, why things don't work, and why you've got a lot of assholes out there trying to sell you um products that will do absolutely nothing okay absolutely nothing so when we're looking at some of the things that go on when you're using for instance the triangle the bucket surge and purge or the spike the triangle and the bucket create an emp in, on a multiple level because you're using bipolar technology there so it's creating a multiple hit so it's taking it out every which way it doesn't have it doesn't give it a chance to recoil rebound it's a complete deletion. With the surge and purge, it's a high static charge going through the system, again, um, overloading and causing major, major, major uh, damage to the technology. The spike, same thing. Now, depending on how you set up your spike, you can hit a multiple uh, spiking or a single spiking, depending on what you're doing. And also, with all these things that go on, if there's any direct connect, if they make contact with each other, it's like two atoms uh, encroaching in each other's space. And once they make contact, there's a major explosion that happens, causing major damage to the technology. Each nanoparticle in the body, no two are the same size or dimension, no two function in the same way, they function according to their operate operations. And if they do touch, 
and make contact. It's like I said, it's like two atoms coming together and making contact. There's a major explosion going on on the nanoscale. So I caught some of the uh, some sort of illness, the coughing a lot. Every time I cough, my chest feels like it's on fire. I have a lot of mucus coming out. Can you tell me what I should take? Well, make the biobuster, bio biofilmbuster. Up your vitamin C, up your zinc, up your copper, up your iodine, up your uh, up your boron. Anything that you can take that's going to increase your electrical conductivity in your body, it would be a good idea. But vitamin C for sure. Uh, any form of sulfur, quercetin, MSM, uh, NAC, in conjunction with the vitamin C you're taking should help boost your immune system. You probably caught, you probably got some kind of cold. This is, after all, the, uh, this is, after all, what is MSM? You will go look that up. You will go look that up. MSM is not a difficult thing to find. The, um... Um, quercetin, NAC, alpha-lipoic acid, any sulfur conjunction, a garlic, simple garlic extract with the vitamin C, two to one ratio, two parts vitamin C, one part uh, sulfur. In other words, if you're taking a gram of, of uh, any sulfur product, you take two grams of vitamin C. You know, anything that will boost your immune system, Again, you probably, like every place else right now, we are in winter. You know, we are in winter. So you're going to get something, you know, again, more than likely you got an exosome overload. I would even tell you to increase enzymes, you know, in what you're doing. Break down those proteins. I'm, uh, I, lean, I lean more toward the exosome uh, theory. Um, well, you know what? It really isn't a cold and illness system. One day, one year, we were looking at that whole thing. You know, have you ever noticed when you watch television, especially the U.S. and Canada? I don't know about anywhere else. But we have a cold and flu season. We have an allergy season. We have this season, that season, and it's and it's ironic. It's very ironic, um, you know, uh, so, you know, it's very ironic that when we have all these seasons happening, um, in regarding to what's supposed to happen, some of that is predictive programming, but some of that is planned programming. And when you think about this planned program, what are they doing with the weather? What are they putting into it? I just opened the door about 20 minutes ago just to see that there was a dusting uh, in the air. That's all great nanodust. I don't look at snow anymore as snow. I look at it as nanodust, you know. Uh, <laughs> duck. Yeah, duck and rabbits. Well, those seasons I'm okay with, <laughs> especially the duck, <laughs> you know. Um Hey, Tony, where will you get ring videos? Of if bitch, well, I'm putting them on Rumble as well. But I, I expect eventually that the format for these uh, oper operating systems that you can get these videos off of, 
I think eventually they're all going to be shut down, especially if they're counter to the narrative. Um, uh, the other way around, MSM, Tony, you mentioned that MSM is, no, MSM enhances B1, not the other way around. You got it in reverse. MSM will make B1 13 times more effective. So, um, well, it depends where you live because a lot of people don't uh, uh, don't go outside. That depends where you live, you know. I go out when I have to to get whatever I need. And when it snows or rains, I try to avoid going out because I don't need any more smart dust landing on top of me. And when you watch that video with the X-Files, they get into a, a really long extended... Uh, how would you put it? Respective or uh, inter, um, internal digging about that dust. And you may want to start reconsidering who you make contact with as well, direct contact. Because if somebody touches somebody, this is how this works. Okay. Let's say they have my DNA and all of a sudden they, they, they're monitoring who I'm talking with, right? Because this is what this, all, this is all about. Monitoring who you're talking to, monitoring who you come across, monitoring where you go shopping. You know, all these things. Are, you know, got all this Wi-Fi, Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, Tetra frequencies. I just learned about that a little bit today. All this shit's running around. So you're being monitored. Okay, you say you're being a target. Okay, you're a guy like me out here opening your mouth, expressing your disliking of how things are running, exposing people to the truth. So what happens? They monitor me. They monitor me when I go out, go in, what stores I frequent, what places I shop, what things I buy, because that's all recorded. And then what happens? Someone comes along. Uh, from any of those environments, she wants to shake my hand. Hey, I seen you on YouTube. I see. So I shake their hand. Next thing you know, I got this nano shit uh, uh, has passed from that person to me. Or someone comes up to me. Oh, Tony, I haven't seen you in a while. Gives me a hug. <laughs> you know. I mean, what do you think of the reddish dust in the chemtrails? Is I noticed it down. Uh, that's that's your um, uh, lithium. They're dumping lithium on you. My daughter got uh, radiation burns on the backside of the upper arms yesterday. Oh, lovely. What would you suggest gargling with to fix a sore throat? Anything. Vitamin C, add a little vitamin C solution. If you have, if you can make a lozenge, all it is, take some sugar and, and heat it up till it solidifies. And then um, as it's cooling down, add vitamin C to it. And then what you do is you break it off in small pieces and just suck on it. Let the sea coat. Let the sea coat your um, your um, throat. Uh, you are going to get rid of it. It's everywhere. Yeah. You're, or you're not going to get. Yeah, for sure. You're not going to get rid of it. That's true. But some people will be carrying your DNA in specific nano dust. That's my point. Raccoon, that they're monitoring you for whatever reason. 
know, let's say you went to a rally and you're opposing Biden or you're opposing uh, Trudeau here, Tutti Frutti. And they take a picture of you on their AI camera, which can take millions of shots of people all at the same time. They spot you out in the crowd. They do a little research. They do a little digging about you. They've got a profile on you. They know your, they know your email. They know your, your uh, IP address. They know where you live. They know your phone number. They know your driver's license number. They know your social security number or social insurance number, whichever you got. They know you go shopping once a week at a specific store. They know you go to a club or a bar, wherever. They got your life down to a detail. AI has got everything recorded. has got every potential venue that you would use. So you go into a pub. You go into a grocery store. You go to a church. Sit in the pew. You sit in a, on a chair, whatever it is. Somebody comes up to you. Hey, brother, how you doing? Shakes your hand. That brother may be now passing to you some smart dust with your DNA on it. That's all it takes. If it's raining, if it's snowing, you got something coming from the sky, it falls on everybody. But it doesn't affect everybody. It may just affect a specific genomic code. Let's say you're Irish. Let's say you're German. Let's say you're French. And you got that gene in you. It may target that specific gene to take you out. Like I said, it's a little different world than we're living in. That's why I designed the spike. That's why I designed this, the, the uh, surge and purge. So when you go out and come back in, you run a super high-powered charge through your body, you will disengage any opportunity for that to take over. You know. Okay. Uh, anyone have had any vibrating or... Scratching, feeding in their body and chest, discomfort uh, intermittently. That could be that could be your ground wave. Uh, so you're talking isolation. I'm talking defense. There's no way, unless you're living out in the sticks somewhere, there's no way you're going to be able to be isolated in a city. It's impossible. You go to a gas pump. Someone picks up the handle, pumps gas, puts the handle back down. All of a sudden, the smart dust that's uh, on that person sheds under that handle. You come along, you pick up that handle to pump gas. All of a sudden, that has your DNA signature on it. Boom. Guess what? You've been now infected. That's the nature of warfare today. When we say we're catching a cold, we're catching a flu, we're catching whatever we're catching. It's not that you're catching it. It's catching you. You're not catching anything. It's catching you. It's finding out. It's locating you. And then when it finds you, that's when it engages. And that's when it reacts. And that's when it starts to um, integrate. That's how you got to think today. Okay, no matter what you do, okay, even the food you're buying, okay, you're, we're buying, and again, I'm trying to point this out to you, not to get you all paranoid or schizoed or whatever. 
That's why you have to go the extra mile today when you buy anything, because when you buy stuff today, okay, I just give you an example. I bought three pounds of hamburger the other day. It was, it was on sale for 13 bucks. I picked it up, lean, lean ground beef. So what I decided to do, I got, I got a spike set up over there with it. And I spiked that meat for five hours. Two hours the night I got it, I shut it off. I added more salt to it. The next day I spiked it again. And, um, um, hey, how you doing, Kimber, Kimberlina? Kimberlina, see, she's got all kinds of time, sits back, eats chocolate, drink, drinks brandy, smokes, smokes cigars, the whole nine yards. <laughs> okay, so I pulse that ground beef. <laughs> I pulse that ground beef for five hours. Five hours. I spiked it. In that five-hour time frame, what wound up happening was um, the dye in all the meat goes to the very bottom of the, of the bowl. It goes right to the very bottom. And the shit that came out on top, it literally... Um, fogged up the water that's how much shit was in that ground beef nano dust like you wouldn't believe uh the the veal i did before i did it for like three hours and i had literally pulled out nano bots not just dust bots so like i said when we're when we're um when we're being targeted they're going to come after you one way or the other. Whether or not you are going to comply with their agenda, they are going to come after you. It's just how it is. You know, people used to pray before they eat may not be a bad idea <laughs> to continue doing that practice. Um, you know, um, it's... Um, Yeah, if you're getting a if you're getting a heart palpitation at 5 p.m., that means that that's a program. Okay, that's a, so incorporate more magnesium, more taurine, more potassium, and you might want to start using hawthorn leaf and flower, not the berry, for the heart. Um, this is where we're at today. This is where we're at today. You know. Yeah, that's where we're at today. They are at war with mankind. And they are using biological, they're using technological, they've incorporated biology and technology and frequencies. If you really want to understand how to defend yourself in this war, you have to understand that what 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 is in the war that you're um that you're fighting in okay because it's it's it is just that horrific um i'm going to put something in here in this live chat i will put it also in the email when i um 
when I uh, broadcast the email. If you can copy that, do so and access that folder. And I, I am expecting, I'm expecting everybody's going to share that folder with everybody in their network. This is going to go a long way in helping people in thriving during a tough time. I was working on this. I just, I was, I've been planning and doing this for a while. And at the rate we're going, because um, our wonderful government is now trying to deny us access on the Internet and what we can say. So I'm not sure how long. Pod beam or all the rest of them are going to be around. So we'll just make the we'll make do what we can, make most of the time, and get out as much data and information that we can to each other. Because a lot of this data that's in this folder, you'll be very hard to find anymore. And if even if you gotta type it, type it and access. Type and access. This is important. This will go, go a long way, and this is just the beginning. Just the beginning. Okay. Tony, does powdered vitamin C have a shelf life? They all have a shelf life, but, vitamin, but again, as long as it's not exposed to air, it'll last a long time. Let's say you buy a bottle that's expired. It's still good. It'll be good for quite some time. You know, just minimize the, the oxygen to it, but yeah. Like any other acid, once you expose it to oxygen, it will start to oxidize. But they have a long, long shelf life, pretty much. You know, so um, in regard to, um, again, the assault we have. Um, who's this one? Okay. The... Like I said, when we're dealing with some of the stuff today, okay, when we're dealing with some of the stuff today, um, you have to understand, again, the nature of war. They are trying to eradicate and remove all data in regard to um, history. Canada's removing 100 years of, of, of uh, weather climate data so that they can now fabricate whatever bullshit is going on. We have absolutely no government in this country. None. What we have is bullshit on the nth degree. You know, and it's and it's the way it is. It's how it is. You know, the um, um, we are not. We're not. Nothing is what it appears to be. Um, I believe the nano assembling or disassembling is causing blockages in our vascular. It's it is causing complete mayhem in your body. Period. Not just blockages. It is literally siphoning off of you your biological energy from your neurons, your cells, your tissue, your organs. You know, anything electrical, anything biochemical, anything that is uh, uh, produces heat, it is absorbing that. There's nothing it doesn't use. It uses light, sound, electrical, magnetic. 
uh, again, biochemical reactions, everything. Um, was calcium chloride uh, and the also calcium oxide uh, as other ingredients listed in some? Okay, calcium chloride. Basically, what they're using that for is a drying agent. They must be, must be paying attention to my my bitching about silicon dioxide and how toxic it is. So, um, so and calcium oxide. If they're putting calcium oxide in there, that's a little stupid, but. Um, because that means if whatever it's mixed with, if the oxide is with there, with the calcium oxide is with whatever, it'll block, it will block uh, absorption. So if you are going to take, uh, if you are going to take the mm. supplement with that in it, you're going to have to mix it with some kind of acid. Open it up, add either citric acid, malic acid, ascorbic acid, acetic, any acid to break that down. So. But it's better. It's a better option than the silica. But like I said, the um, the um, uh, hey, you made it, Claudine. Hey, how you doing? Um, and what? Oh, okay. Uh, some of my clients will use silica. Well, oh. Oh, not my client. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Anything if they're if they're adding any kind of chloride with it, like a magnesium chloride or a um, calcium chloride, it's acting as a drying agent now. So, in regarding to, uh, you can even use baking soda if you want. Say you're making making them a supplementation or or compounding for them. Um, you can even use that. You know, um, so. Okay, yeah, anything like that will, again, we'll go oxides, don't, avoid oxides and carbonates because they're extremely tough to break down. And if you, the only way they will break down is if you add an acid with whatever you're, you're uh, taking that with because the carbonates, let's say a calcium carbonate or magnesium carbonate will neutralize the stomach acid. So there's there won't be enough acid to break it down. So you, you may have to add a little bit more with it. So... Uh, that's that's uh, like I said. Uh, sometimes when I'm putting supplements together, I don't even add any drying agent. A lot of them will stay dry anyway until they're exposed or until somebody sw swallows them. So if it's an acid, you may want to put a base in there to again slow down the acid from breaking down the gelatin capsule. But let's say if it's an amino acid, a lot of times I won't even bother putting anything in there. It'll hold. There's, it's not gonna as long as there's no water to create a reaction. It's, it'll hold. Um, if you're adding minerals, again, if the minerals are are like a citrate, malate, ascorbate, uh, butyrate, orotate, they should hold. Uh, they should hold because they, it should again remain neutral until the acid uh, um, gets exposed to water. Then you should then you'd get a reaction. Okay, so you gotta kind of think about what um, what you're formulating, what you're formulating. Um, let's see here. See, in the UK, even they're finding in their underground uh, tunnels that they have there for, like, say, their subways or whatever, there are ultra fine particles in there as well 
that um, are being absorbed uh, by people. That's underground. Again, nothing on the planet has been set up accordingly in, or in regarding to benefiting us. And anything that we have heard has been the complete inversion. Um, Tonya, did you hear about the new pandemic? No, you know what? Whenever I hear the word pandemic, I go completely numb. And I'll tell you why. Because they never had a pandemic. They never found the corona. They never found the peptide. They never found anything. And now we have a bioweapon that's been warp sped throughout the world that is killing people to this day. I just talked to a buddy of mine here in Windsor, in Essex County. He's telling me that they are picking up 80 people a day in this city dead. Dead. And they got the they got the cars parked out in front of the morgue waiting for them to be processed. They're dead. 80 a day in the city of Windsor. So do I believe that there's a pandemic? No, never have. They never, never ever show, showed us any evidence indicating there was anything. In fact, just about everything that they engaged and initiated with in the beginning was all frequency and being uh, antenna frequencies being utilized to kill the people. They were targeting people with their new technology, the 6G. And they came up with this bullshit about a pandemic to cover up that they were actually targeting people with frequency uh, weaponry. That's uh, That makes the most sense because that's what we're seeing even today. The last show I did, I show you a video where two guys are standing inside of a subway tunnel. And the one guy gets hit with an actual frequency. And I do believe that in the illustration I show you uh, uh, slide by slide by slide, uh, this guy got hit. He got charged in the head and the feet. He, uh, the guy standing with him, there was a charge building underneath his. That's all energy weaponry. There was no pandemic. There was no virus. There was nothing. He and he dropped. I show you another video where a lion is standing. And he's walking in a defensive posture. Something was there that he couldn't see. And when it hit him, it was either some bioweaponry that they released into the atmosphere. Or did they? Okay. They came up with the pandemic. Yeah, to force the bullshit, the vaccination. They, they, they came up with the pandemics. I'll take it to another step. They came up with the pandemic so they can implement implement and implant in you their kill switch technology, adding inside you a third strand DNA. So like I said, I don't believe any of this bullshit, never have. You know, as long as this has been going on, I never masked, I never used any of their shit to put on my hands. 
I hugged people. I even kissed people. I shook their hands. You know what? You know what I caught? I caught stupidity. That's all the thing I caught. They never have existed. That's the interesting thing about it. They never have existed. The exosome theory makes more sense. There might be something pathological that they can release in the air now through programming, but exosomes is what makes more sense to me today. Internal, your internal environment uh, gets broken down and overloaded from proteins and stuff, and that's, ca that's what causes a lot of symptomology. And whatever people are feeling, runny nose, you know, achy joints, whatever, that's all the, the detoxing, the effect of the detox. Um, all righty. See you there, eye in the sky. Uh, I'm type one. What I'm type one, and use five. Use five G vitamin C with MSM. Oh, five grams. Okay. Uh, magnesium bicarb. Um, works. How come I can't see this crap? Hold on. Works a treat. Okay. Um, just took about 15 grams of vitamin C. That should tell me if they, if my tolerance has increased to the stuff has been affected. Okay. Um, that video was crazy. Yeah. I had doctors say wearing a mask increases the chance of getting influenza by 12%. 30. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. Even the mass theory that they were talking about way back that way back in the beginning, if anybody can still remember this, which most people can't, but Fauci himself came out and said the masses do does does nothing. Window dressing at best. That's all it was. And then he changed his mind three or four weeks later. Then he started telling you wearing two and three masks at a time. I couldn't believe the stupidity of people. They, I saw people wearing two and three masks at a time. I just shook my head and said, nothing this stupid is meant to live. <laughs> nothing. You know, this, this is the thing about this virus that they're talking about. If there is a virus, okay, that's just uh, for argument's sake, for shits and giggles. Let's say a virus does exist. The virus would be on a nanoscale. That would mean that uh, tens of thousands of viruses could go through just one pore of a mask, just one pore. They were even saying that the um, that uh, special mask, I forget what it was now, it only worked for like a couple hours and then you have to change it. And even the nurses, when they were going in and out of these uh, beds, they, um, in the hospitals, by right, they, had, they were supposed to strip everything down get new masks, new new uh, gowns, and go into the next room. That didn't happen. Didn't happen. So when we're looking at all this bullshit, when I hear someone say pandemic, I really have a hard time even getting my head around the fact that somebody's still talking pandemic. You know, I, I do. I think, what are we talking about here? There never was a pandemic to begin with. 
This was a bioweapon released on the general population. It was a fictitious concept okay, that they put on people's heads. They were, again, using targeting frequencies to get people to become afraid or, or had uh, expounded in their heads maybe repeatedly that this could be this there could be some truth to it there could be some truth to it there could be some truth to it and they've decided to not take a chance and the rest of us who didn't comply had to deal with all the stupidity that went with it you know how many times i, I walked into a store with my exemption form in my hand it was really funny big bold font you know like we're talking 25 font size letters the gate say to me where's your mask i show them the 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 you know the document <laughs> they would look at the document their eyes never moved unless they had camera lenses for eyes their eyes do not move to read the line they looked at it got confused and said okay and then and away i went and I looked at that and scratched my head. They didn't even read the document. I could have had a naked woman on that on that thing. Oh, okay, <laughs> kept going. <laughs> that's how much. That's how much things were registering in their head. You know, that's how much things were registering in their head. Costco. Costco, you're outside in line, and they're trying to get people to wear a mask outside. I told the guy to f off and left. You know, I figured you don't need. I don't need. I don't need anything that bad in Costco. You know, I can get it. I can get it somewhere else, or I can get it online. You know, and then what wound up happening was, um, eventually, you walked into the store, and they let you go in there if you had an exemption form. But I'm not kidding you. They don't know how to read. I had one woman who was so scared because I didn't wear a mask. She says, well, you can put your hands in that. I said, no, I'm not putting my hands in that. I've already got stuff on my hands. This is what I said, I'm not going to put my hands. This I could carry the chemical reaction. I didn't have nothing on my hand, but she didn't know that. You know, you just, all I did was just stood up, said what I said. I walked in, got my shit, walked out. People, some people would look at you, their eyeballs would all light up. Oh, walked into a bank one day. This was funny. Bank tellers tell me I need to wear a mask. I said, no, I don't. She said, yes, you do. I said, no, I don't. She said, yes, you do. And I showed her my exemptions for her. I said, no, I don't. I said, you should pay attention to your job. You're not a medical doctor. You're not an advisor. You should keep your mouth shut and do your job. And she shut up. Then there was a guy standing right beside me. He was freaked. He, he walked out, his eyeballs were all, <laughs> you know, three sizes bigger. <laughs> I was, I had had enough. I wasn't going to take their shit no more, you know, and nobody should. Tony, can you explain why you don't think highly of hemp powder uh, in a protein source? Because it's got a shit uh, uh, absorption rate. And unless you want to grow a set of tits, that's fine. That's for the foo-foo fellows. You know, the guys are very fine fellows. That's for them. You want a real protein, get whey or egg. They are the top of the top. Look at the biological value of that, that hemp shit you're, you want to buy. That foo-foo shit that you want to eat. 
Look how many look how many scoops you got to take to get the equivalent of one scoop of whey. It's not even cost effective, and it's not very it's not very uh, adequate in the amino content either. So, beef protein basically all it is is gelatin or collagen. So if you buy collagen or a gelatin, that's that's what they're selling is a beef protein. So. All these proteins they brought out there, rice, pea, and hemp, they're all highly estrogenic. Their biological value on those proteins are very low. What you're paying for is gimmickry and this new age shit advertisement they got on these containers. But when you, what, it boils, what it really boils down to is, does this shit work? You know, and most of the time they don't. Now, if you want to develop an ass like a woman, you want to develop hips like a woman, you want to develop boobs like a woman, hey, that's your protein. Go for it. Combine it with soy and combine it with rice and hemp and mix it with pomegranate juice and add some fennel to it. You have it made. For long, you'll have everything that they have. You may even lose your willy. You never know. <laughs> Um, well, okay, if you're adding creatine to the protein, you're just wasting your money. Total waste of your money. Because the way casein already has everything that creatine has already, it's got the three primarily amino acids. It's got the arginine, the glycine, and the uh, methionine already there. So if you add it to the protein, you're not going to get the effect of the creatine. It's just not going to be there because the other amino acids will conflict with it. Anyone that's telling that it won't do that, they're full of shit. Okay, they're totally, totally full of shit. And to get creatine to really work correctly, you have to add some kind of sugar to it so that you get the spiking effect to get it in. Yeah, it, well, look at, well, I, this is what I mean. Read. You know, this is why you need to read. What is creatine made of? Three, comp, three. It's a tripeptide. So it's basically a arginine, glycine, and methionine. So then you look at the content of your protein, okay, even if it's a weight casein. You have 21 amino acids. What's in there? Arginine, glycine, and methionine. If it's not methionine, it'll be cysteine, but it'll do the same thing. So when you're taking that creatine with that, all you're doing, all you're now doing is mixing it with, a, with other, the other amino acids. So the tripeptide effect that you're looking to get out of it will be gone. Same if you're looking at branching amino acids. Those are, again, another tripeptide. Okay, you got leucine, isoleucine, and valine. Now, in a tripeptide, they have a totally different effect than when they're combined in a full-spectrum 21 amino acid profile. And we look at a lot of formulations that actually work they're usually in a, a, a dipeptide or tripeptide combination. We start getting into um, higher mixtures, then you wind up losing something, you know. Well, you're mixing it with, but you're mixing it with a protein. Yeah, it will do what you're saying if you take it alone. 
Okay, if you're taking it by itself, it will do that. But again, you take it with a sugar. When we were, when I was training guys uh, years ago, I had bodybuilders, I had power lifters, I had weight trainers. And a lot of them wanted to get big fast. So we'd give them this stuff called mammoth uh, uh, weight gainer. Now, in order for that to work and work properly, on the days you worked out, you took two scoops after a meal, after breakfast, two scoops before uh, training, two scoops right after training, two scoops after the last meal of the night, and then two scoops about an hour before going to bed. That's on the days you trained. On the days you didn't train, you took it twice a day, you know, after each meal. Average guys gained anywhere from 10, 10 to 15 pounds in two weeks. Got big quick. Now, when they were using creatine, we would also tell them to use dextrose or straight sugar. Because when you took the sugar with it, it actually spiked, the insulin got spiked. Now, there was research back then saying that taking it in coffee made it a neutralizer. That wasn't true at all. That was all bullshit. They wanted to sell you the dextrose. So the coffee actually worked because the very first study that was done on creatine was done in the UK and it was done with coffee. You know, so, um, so if you're taking coffee and you're adding, a, say, maple syrup to it or even straight sugar, it's going to spike it. And the caffeine will help deliver it as well. Uh, and because creatine works on the ATP as well, on the, on the um, energy for the mitochondria, it's a win-win. Um, so... Well, China as a whole has a pollution problem. Years ago, they did a, an analysis on China, and they found that the Chinese China's pollution in some cities was 900 times more than New York City. 900 times. And people in certain areas were walking around with oxygen masks that they would go to, go to and from work just so they could breathe. So, like, yeah, there's a lot good that goes on in those countries that we don't get the full picture on. We get we get the Coles Notes snapshot, which, again, doesn't tell you the full story. It just tells you what they want, how they want you to see something. That's why I don't believe the news either. News is full of shit most of the time, you know. When I hear what's going on in Canada, basically the news here... The CBC is nothing but a photo shoot for the prime minister. He walks around with his three-piece suit and his, so and his one sock on each foot, different socks, and wears that fake eyebrow, he's got a shoe-polished face, and they do a photo op on him. Here's the prime minister. He looks like, you know, he, he, and he's the dumbest prime minister we've ever had. The dumbest. And he's completely given himself over to all forms of deviancy. This is where it's at. This is what's going on. You know. So, and I don't believe it's just Canada. I believe all the prime ministers and presidents and, and premiers and all the other shit. I think they've all been pretty much taken over. Pretty much. 
they um I don't think they want to deal with the CIA taking them out. That's my thinking. You don't forget we've already had um um four four presidents in Africa killed in th what last three years because they refused to um deal with the <laughs> with the bullshit. I'm gonna play something from Tucker Carlson. This is this what I found interesting because this is something that most of us thought of years ago about the death of John F. K. Apparently he had an interesting take on it. So give me a second here, see if I can find it real fast. Um nope. Okay, hold on. Here we go. find out we spoke we decided to find out we spoke to someone who had access to these still hidden CIA documents a person who was deeply familiar with what they contain we asked this person directly did the CIA have a hand in the murder of John F Kennedy an American president and here's the reply we received verbatim quote the answer is yes I believe they were involved it's a whole different country from what we thought it was it's all fake it's hard to imagine a more jarring response than that. Again, this is not a, quote, conspiracy theorist that we spoke to, not even close. This is someone with direct knowledge of the information that once again is being withheld from the American public. And the answer we received was unequivocal. Yes, the CIA was involved in the assassination of the president. Now, some people will not be surprised to hear that. They suspected it all along. But no matter how you feel about or what you thought about the Kennedy assassination, pause to consider what this means. It means that within the U.S. government, there are forces wholly beyond democratic control. These forces are more powerful than the elected officials that supposedly oversee them. These forces can affect election outcomes. They can even hide their complicity in the murder of an American president. In other words, they can do pretty much anything they want. They constitute a government within a government mocking by their very existence the idea of democracy. As cynical as we have become after 30 years of watching government officials ignore the voters who employ them, we were shocked to learn this. It's not acceptable. Americans have trusted their government less with every passing year since the killing of John F. Kennedy. Maybe this is why. And people have known this for a long time. The people who knew would include every director of the CIA since November of 1963. And that list would include Obama's CIA director, John Brennan, one of the most sinister and dishonest figures in American life. That list would also include, we are sad to say, our friend Mike Pompeo. Welcome to America, land of the slave, ruled by the depraved. Ooh. You know, what Tucker Carlson is saying, okay, what Tucker Carlson is saying is what was said in that movie in uh, uh, 1976, Network. There is no America. There is no Russia. The countries of the world today are Exxon Motor and blah, blah, blah. Uh, that may be true because... Anybody today who's on television, 
who's in the media in on that level, you have to be rubbing shoulders with the devil, period. There ain't no, you know, this guy is not part of this. They're all part of it. You can't, you can't get in power in America or Canada or Europe or Russia or China or Africa, anywhere, unless they put you there. Your vote means fuck all, nothing, zero. Even in Canada, Canadians are, Canadians are the most apathetic and, and brain-dead people on two feet when it comes to politics. They get really worked up about being a liberal or a conservative or whatever. But And again, they've never, ever realized that their vote means nothing. Never has. You know... Uh, so when we're listening to stuff like this, it should not be a surprise that within governments, there's governments. Tony, I'd be interested in hearing your opinion on keeping an alkaline pH. Ah, uh, you know what? That's impossible to do. In today's time, that's totally impossible to do. It's not even realistic. It's not about alkaline or acid. Every function in your body requires an acid. doesn't matter what it is. Okay, if you look at all the foods you're eating and in sub amino acids, you have to have acid in order to activate these things. If you get into too high an alkalinity level, you wind up getting into a condition called alkalosis. Alkalosis is worse than being too acidic. You can neutralize acid, but it's very difficult to neutralize uh, being too alkaline. There is a balance to it. And again, if you're between five and seven, five and eight in that range, you should be fine. I don't get all worked up about that because any, because you could, you could raise your voice. I'm raising my voice. Hey, I just went into a state of acidosis. It's all it took. Breathing hard, breathing heavy, panting. Again, your body's in an acidosis. In some situations, not some, a lot of situations, your body requires acid to boost your immune system. It's when you go overboard into that acid realm, that's when you can get a problem. That's when you need to, again, balance the pH or balance the uh, alkalinity. But I don't get into that whole acid-alkaline thing too much because I don't think, put a lot of stock into it. I do put a lot more stock now in the body's bioelectric and that the cells have to be charged. And again, they can get charged either way, uh, in an alkaline state or an acidic state. So it all depends. If you're you're too alkaline, then you got to become acidic. And a lot of times when they read these things, these pH tests, a lot of times how they're reading them or interpreting them again is all um, relative. You know, what did you eat? What were you exposed to? What what were you around? You know. Uh, did you have a situation? You know, anything, like I said, anything can trigger a, a, an imbalance one way or the other. I eat high protein diet. My diet's a very acidic diet. Yet I might, and I don't even worry about my alkalinity. Never have. But I also take electrolytes, not because I want to be alkaline, because I want to charge my cells. And the interesting thing about the electrolytes, you need an acid to activate them. <laughs> You think about your biology, everything about you is more acidic than alkaline. 
even when you get into the digestive system, hydrochloric acid, you get into the intestinal tract, it, the acidity level is at two. There's a reason why it's at two. The highest uh, level of alkalinity that the intestinal tract usually goes to is around six. All those acids in your colon, uh, butyric acid, propionic acid, um, lactic acid, acetic acid, acid. You notice that there's acid there. That acid is it's not in an adequate amount there. You cannot convert anything that you're eating. So I don't get caught up on that too much. Now, again, all things that I've just said, okay, I don't get caught up on it too much. But if somebody I know has a low charge or is feeling certain things, for instance, let's say you're getting cramps all the time. That's telling me that you're, you're low in a specific mineral or, or many minerals, potassium, magnesium, maybe sodium, you know. So again, I'm going to tell you to take those electrolytes. And I may tell you to take them with citric acid, malic acid, maybe a little phosphorus, depending on what I'm trying to do. If I'm trying to get it into the tissues, again, malic acid and citric acid are what I'm going to use. If I'm trying to get it into the cell, then I'm going to use either a phosphorus material or a or a chloride. So again, it all depends on what we're dealing with. Now, again, I don't get caught up on that too much. Never, I never bought into it. Um, everything I see of the body, no matter what it is, there's an acid involved. So I think it may not be that you're too acidic. It may mean that you're more deficient. That's how I look at it anyway, that there's a deficiency there. Uh, because again, in everything that we're dealing with today, if there's a, there's a certain homeostasis where your body has, where body functions. But again, if you're lacking certain things, then that could be the reason why you're acidic. Or if you're lacking certain things, why you're maybe, uh, you may be more alkaline. So there you go. Um, all righty. See you later, Sherry. Uh, so again, um, the acid alkaline, alkaline thing, they, they mentioned this as well for cancer patients. They say they're too acidic. So we have to get them alkaline. Well, I think, I don't think this is the case at all. I think a lot of times what it is, is they're, they're too acidic is because their body's trying to fight or burn up whatever is there. And they may be now low in a, an electrical charge to charge the cell in order for it to be able to fight. So when you're adding a, like I said, a calcium, magnesium, potassium, copper, zinc, you are now building a charge back into the body so that it can fight whatever's going on. Uh, Uh-huh. Okay. I had to mail my vote in 2020 during the COVID. It still um, hasn't been counted. I've checked online so many times. Voting is fake. Well, I'm glad you found that out. <laughs> Tony, to make manganese or boron chloride, which form relation should I get? Well, I get, get a, a plane, nothing added to it. Unless it's an oxide or, or a carbonate, you don't want anything with it. 
You just want just a plain uh, plain manganese or plain boron or borax, boron, yeah. Um, so, well, politics, another name for bullshit. I am done with voting uh, as well. It is a complete joke. For sure, your vote, your vote doesn't mean a damn thing, nothing, really. Anybody who still believes that you're going to go pull a lever or punch a card is going to have an effect or an impact on who wins that election really doesn't understand the nature of, of the political system. Uh, can you tell us about organ, organite, stones, and crystals that thousands of them being sold on eBay claim to help decrease? Yeah, well... You know what they say about a sucker being born every minute? I had a rock shop. I had a stone shop. And the only thing that uh, there were some things there, there was, I think, two stones that had some effect on frequency. And they had actually people wearing them, like Shungite and another one now. I can't think of it. Um, it's on the tip of my tongue. But these stones you should never wear because shungite is carbon C60, which can get absorbed in the system, which then can wind up getting lodged in the brain, spine, uh, spine and spleen. And all these products that they're selling with this shit in it is garbage, really. Again, nobody understanding the frequency and the nature of frequencies and how these things are superconductive. If I was to buy a shungite rock... It would be outside about 20 feet away from the house because the the graphene in it has a deflective effect, but I would not wear it or consume it. That's where that it can actually act as a, condu a conduit or a conductor. So like I said, uh, save your money. I had people believing that these stones were going to bring them good luck and it was going to bring them a job and it was going to do this. And I kept saying, you know what? They, they, and they would ask me what I thought about these stones. My response was really simple. Every book you read tells you a different tale about these rocks. And I said, I'm not, I'm not of the belief of these rocks are going to do anything for me anyway. So I, I like petrified wood. I, I, I like it not because it has a special po uh, power or ability. I just like the way it looks and the way it feels. But that's it. Not something I would bow to. It's not something I would say, oh, it's going to give me supernatural. Oh, whatever. No, I don't believe in any of that shit either. My response most is people when they would ask me the question, I don't believe in the rocks that are hanging on the wall. I believe in the one that made the rock that's hanging on the wall. That was my response. They said, oh, that's what, you know what? You're right. You're right. I should be doing that too. You know, that's what I used to get all the time. My, my concept's really simple. If I'm going to believe in a fucking rock, I may as well believe in the one who made that rock. You know, so that's how I looked at it. You know, if God made the rock, he's got the real power. Maybe I should go to God, not a rock. That's just my thinking. God used to be a little, God used to get a little funny about that. You know, when people um, would bow down to rocks and stones and things. Say so these are gods that you made with your hands. How are they gods? So again, same idea. You know, same idea. Um, 
What about zero-point energy? To get to zero-point energy, you'd have to be at minus 420 Celsius. <laughs> you know, all that zero-point energy stuff, uh, they, they have gotten close to it, but the temperatures to reach that, that level is not doable. You know, well, I mean, that's how I looked at it. If I'm going to believe in a freaking rock, what the hell? I, I may as well believe in the one who made the universe. Fuck the rock. <laughs> that's how I looked at it. You know, even I believe in the living God. Why would I need to bow down to a rock or a stone? That just never, never made no sense to me. Uh, some say bentonite clay absorbs radiation and should never be taken internally. Well, I shouldn't take it internally because it, oh my gosh. Mighty Mike, how long have you been listening to the show? Seriously, how long have you been listening to the show? How many times have I said, even on this show, not to use any of these clays because they're loaded with silica and aluminum, lead, and cadmium? Now, if you're going to keep listening to these dumbasses, well, you know, fine, listen to them. But you know what? These kind of comments, really? Um, Okay, when I say use straight elements, that does does manganese means manganese. Not so you could probably make it with the sulfate, but it's a big, big pain in the ass to do so. Because you gotta remove the sulfate, then you gotta get to the manganese. So you may as well just buy straight manganese and straight boron or borax and do it that way. Okay. Because what you what you're talking about now is a chemical, a chemical um, a chemistry class. You know, so it's not a matter of you taking it. It's a matter of you bringing something up that's already been discussed. And since you already know better, right, you should know better, right? You've been, as you've heard it many a time, not to use these things because they're loaded with shit. Then you got then you have to start thinking in these terms. If you know it's loaded with shit, then what you're reading or hearing is bullshit, if they're telling you it's going to do X, Y, Z, do you not understand the difference between marketing and science? They're trying to sell. I've told you as well on this show and other shows that 95% of the health food industry today is bullshit. It's a lie, like everything else. You know. So again, when you're hearing stuff like this, and you're reading stuff like that, you should be able to, to deduce, you know. Well, again, I heard someone put it. I heard. <laughs> you know, I heard, Mighty Mike, I heard that you came from Mars and that somebody pulled you out of Uranus. That's what I heard. Is that true? Just wondering. See, I hear I hear a lot of stuff too. It's not about hearing; it's about validation. Okay, about validation, because if you keep hearing everything that you and, and you keep you know thinking, you're going to get tossed around like, like a feather in the wind. You're not going to be able to make any kind of stand. Understand certain things if you're hearing what you're hearing, and then you're listening to a guy like me, and then you're doing the research to validate what I'm saying then you know there's no reason to use bentonite clay. What is in bentonite clay that's going to absorb radiation? 
Okay, that's the first question you should ask. What's in it that's going to absorb the radiation? Just because somebody says it, just because you hear about it, what what's in it that absorbs radiation? Did you even look that up? It's not about your point. Point is, if something is lethal to utilize, because it has a lead content, an aluminum content, a cadmium content, a silica content, why would you use it? Why would you even consider it? That's my point. If the lead in there can cause brain damage, if the cadmium in it can cause testicular cancer, if the silica in it can fry your, your skeletal system and the aluminum in there can cause you more brain damage and skeletal damage, why would you use it? There are other things that can absorb radiation as well. If you're taking borax or orally or you're bathing it, it'll flush it out. That's my point. If you know it's got all these lethal characteristics, why in the hell would you even consider it? That's my point. And you never even took the time to research if it had anything in it that actually absorbed radiation. Tony and Yanni, all the best. Thanks for the info and emails. Okay. Haggis muncher. <laughs> I like that name. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. <laughs> So, you know, it's interesting, you know, nobody does any real research anymore. They hear things. And that's the problem. Everybody's hearing all the gurus, including me. You're hearing me too. And you should take the time to really research what we're saying so that you're not being misled. You know, I could mislead you. You wouldn't know the difference unless you're doing the research, unless you're reading. Uh So, like I said, when we're when we're looking at the content, a lot of these salesmen are selling you. Okay, look these things up. Um, yeah, when well, Himalayan salt is loaded with lead too, you know it, that that came out what a couple of years ago. I and I'm I'm I miss sometimes um, why people are even using it. So, telling you when you are. When you are going to tell us the story of how Jesus found you, ah, uh, one day. Actually, I did mention it a couple of times already. You know, me, you may have missed the show, but um, in essence, I was going somewhere, and I was going. To, I was planning on doing things that I shouldn't have been doing, and uh, he put somebody in my way, and then from there. You know, like I said, I didn't believe in Jesus at the time, nor did I believe in God. Uh, I thought God and Jesus were a joke. I thought Jesus was a holy man or a prophet, but that was about it. I, just, I didn't think too much of um, any kind of godhood there on any level. But again, that, as you can see today, that changed. <laughs> totally changed. So anyway, um, if you go back on some of the shows, you'll hear it. it it'll be there. It'll be there. Um, 
So anyway, there was something else I wanted to see here. Where are we at? Okay. We have time. Okay. Now in Canada, oh Canada, they are now deleting 100 years of climate history. You know what that means, don't you? In all of the um, um, if they get away with removing uh, okay, Juliet or was it Juliet? Yeah, Juliet. All right, have a good one. In all the times that all the recorded history about our climate is being erased, that means they've now begun to erase history in general. There was um, um, there was a uh, thing I read earlier this week that okay all these you know when they did the PCR test and they were collecting DNA that DNA is being stored somewhere in a vault and I was speculating I wonder if they're now going to take that DNA and mix that. With other DNA, they've they've um, collected, and they've got the baby makers now that they can now create babies. So now I I wonder if now they're experimenting with different types of genetic code in order to enhance the species in some form or other, or further make them stupid. We are we are in that we're in that uh, climate of stupidity. So if you erase the history, just like they did in the last reset, and nobody knows anymore what was, what is, even biblically, you know, when you're reading the Bible, there are a couple books in the Bible I think they should never have taken out, like the book of Jasher and the book of Enoch. Now, some will argue with it. I was talking to my buddy <clears throat> pre-medic there, and he was saying that he uses the Ethiopian Bible, and they do have the book of, I believe, Enoch in their in their Bible. Now, why they took them out, I do not know, nor do I understand the reason behind it, because when you read the book of Enoch and the, and the book of Jasher, these are the, the details that were left out of Genesis, you know, Genesis says, you know, in the beginning, God created and this guy begat that guy and that guy begat this guy and this guy begat, you know, and it's all tied to where we're at today. But when you read those books, you get to, you get to fill in the gaps you know, with Abraham and with Adam and Eve and all the rest. So, but we have lost. In the last hundred years alone, we have lost so much of the understanding of just the Bible. Imagine the history that we have had in the last hundred years. How much of us, how much we do not understand why things happened the way they did back then, how they were orchestrated to happen the way they did back then, and how to this very day we are repeating the same orchestration that they did a hundred years ago. They spent trillions of dollars protecting the climate. What would they accomplish? Three one hundredths of a degree decrease in temperature. Well, climate, there is no global warming. That's all bullshit. This is all to do to bring in a carbon tax to further, again, um, 
turn you into a money maker for them. Look at Al Gore with his bullshit about the you know the uh, climate change of the day when he was talking about it. Look how many millions he made on those damn light bulbs that he had invested in those uh, those LEDs. And nothing but Li-Fi technology. It's a total joke. Nothing that's happening in this planet right now that didn't happen 100, 200 years ago. And they've got historical records dating back to these times where they could see that the way the weathers were then and now. And you know what? That's what Canada's trying to erase. That is what Canada's trying to remove so they can continue to bullshit people with this idea that the weather is being, that the earth is being heated up. You know, you know, we're now going to further lock you down. And if Klaus Schwab and his group have their say, you're going to be completely told when you can shit, piss, sweat, breathe, no breathe. When you can walk, when you can sit, when you can stand, what you can watch on television, what you can hear on the radio. This is all programming. This is all programming. And they're trying to subject people to a program. So when they get you to a point where they want to um, incorporate a neural link, you'll accept it. You know, they accept it. You'll accept it. That's the whole idea. We all know about the mark of the beast and the, and the antichrist and the chip. We've all heard this. Okay. And this is the interesting thing about all this. We've all heard about the one world order and we've heard about Antichrist and we heard about the mark of the beast and taking the chip and on the right hand and forth. We've all heard this and we've all read this somewhere, some way, someplace, somehow. We've all read this. And yet to this very day, they are now, you know, propagating this and people are falling for it, not realizing what they're doing. You got ministers that say, no, this ain't the mark of the beast. Really? Obviously, somebody doesn't know how to read or see. <laughs> We're adding a third strand DNA. And again, more and more people are coming out with that 144,000 stuff in the, in, the, in the New Testament. That's a chromosome code that that's talking about. That, those may not be the actual physical Hebrews that that's referencing to, but maybe referring to a specific genome. That's why I think they're trying to propagate all these injections and all these fake pandemics. You know, oh, we got a new, whatever the hell that girl was saying, S-E-E-R. Because they're trying to eliminate that specific genetic code. That's what they're trying to do. They can eliminate the genetic code and that prophecy can't happen. That's, again, my thinking on it. But that's already ha it's already transpired. If it's already been written, it's already happened. Uh, so like I said, when we're listening to that whole concept of chromosomes and adding a third strand DNA and... You know, being chipped and see, because they're thinking that's got to be on the hand, but the actual translation of that word hand doesn't mean hand, means arm. Uh, but 
Well, I, I actually think it is the mark. They have actually even included in there the sequence of the numerical sequence to it. So I am inclined to think it is. I've, I've always been inclined to think that it was since it started. So, but when they express the genetics to that, and that specific genome, 144,000, including 72,000 chromosomes from the mother and father, then incorporating a third uh, level of chromosomes into that, bringing it up to 216,000 through some kind of gematra, works out to 666. I, I, um, I, I have a tendency to think that it is, I, mean, it's, I said that from the, word, from the word get go, that they were trying to, uh, again, uh, implement the, this technology into people so that they, again, could tag them with uh, technology. I did what I did understand at the beginning is the genetic aspect of that, which I'm getting now, which I have gotten now. See the nano part of that I get, and I know what I know what that is. It's the genetic they're sliding in there that I'm not sure of and how it integrates. But again, the way that's being integrated when it accesses the two different chromosomes pairs, the 72 on each side, it actually not only penetrates it integrates and it actually removes so basically it's erasing uh it's an identifier that is erasing if that identifier isn't there then it's you have whatever you have uh no i didn't participate either now when i look at the other scriptural reference where the father sends you to christ you get your you you become a chosen to uh, again get salvation, so there may be something to that. Um, pure blood all the way. Yeah. Well, I don't know if we're pure blood either. With all this nano that we're breathing in and all the shit we've been eating, uh, we're not corrupted. <laughs> we're violated, but we're not corrupted. <laughs> You're not corrupted, but you've been violated. Um. um so when we're looking at the whole element of genetics, and then when, okay, when I look at the Bible, I see it as genetics and technology. And I, maybe that's because of what I'm doing and how I deal with things, but that's how I see the Bible. I look at uh, Ezekiel 28 regarding to the construction of Lucifer. I see the hologram that Jesus had to see in the desert. Uh, when you look at the book, I think it's a book of uh, either Jasher or Enoch, where Abraham was going to sacrifice his son, as God had uh, told him to do. And as he's walking into this, again, this uh, hologram of a river, and then he called Satan out. That was an interesting read for me. When he got to the place where he was going to sacrifice his uh, son, he knows there was a river there and there and didn't see that before. And as he kept walking, the river kept getting deeper. And then he realized what was going on and he called Satan out and the hologram disappeared and Satan freaked. It's an interesting read. And again, he had the, he had the wherewithal to be able to discern that. Um, uh, that, well, that's true. Yeah, no flesh would be saved. That includes everything. Animals, insects, because the way this nanotechnology 
is released was released into the environment how it's being released right now the saturation level on the earth is is increasing uh daily exponentially we already are in the quadrillions in regarding to the amount of atmospheric nanites that are in the air right now so when we're looking at the um just on the atmospheric level then you have to transfer that into the water table and into the food supply you know some of your videos go back 14 years and your yeah because the views have changed because back then we didn't know for instance when we made the uh formula with the oatmeal yogurt and applesauce we didn't know that the oats were loaded with uh nano we had no idea that the grains had been completely corrupted at that point in time. So yes, there have been changes because of the, but you never heard me talking about clay in any of those videos ever, you know? So again, a lot of things would change as more knowledge has uh, surfaced. Okay. And as more research was done again, get that concept more, more, uh, more information has come out and then more research more research was done okay we we were even putting inside of some of those videos before youtube stopped us and changed their format we were putting footnotes in the video as well that when we did the video we didn't know at the time that this information about the information that we are uh, talking about and we made changes and you will make changes as time goes on based on whatever you you have um that's in the book of uh, book of either um, Jasher or Enoch. Uh, when you read that, that's what I'm saying. The Bible only gives you the specifics, and uh, the book of Jasher and the book of Enoch gives you some of the details that went behind the scene. You see the interplay between uh, Isaac and Abraham, even. So in that whole whole, Isaac was. All for it as well. You know, he says, Dad, we got to do what God says. So <laughs> he knew as well. That was an interesting thing when I read that. The um, How he was able to discern that. And that's what we got to get to. That, that point of discernment. You know, not allowing us to be tossed to and fro like a bunch of yo-yos. Uh, so, and again, this tech... When I started to show, for some of you that weren't there, I started talking about a um, an X-File thing where a guy just touched somebody with dust. The nano dust had an operating system and function, and it infected and affected the person that was touched. We have this all around us. We have this completely all around us. And when we're looking at the um, our environment, how it can affect us, even the way we think, um, you know, this is where we have to, like I said, have to think things differently because of our environment. The book of Revelation is, yeah, it is. It is a difficult read. Since it's God's word, you might want to ask God to help you read it. Just a thought. You know, a lot of times I read something and I don't understand it either. Uh, you know, I'll tell you the truth. Sometimes it goes over way over my head. So I ask, okay, what are you talking about here? <laughs> no.
10 years later, I get an answer. You know, I'm a little slow. What can I tell you? Um, um, so like I said, when we're looking around us today, when I see all that's going on in the political realm, I don't have a whole lot of faith. I never had a whole lot of faith in the political realm to begin with. And I have less today, you know. In other words, I had none, and I have now I'm in the minus category. Um, um, yeah. So, like I said, when we're looking at our environment, looking at the environment doesn't mean looking at the pollution. It means looking at everything. Your political environment, your working environment, your home environment. The environment of your food, where it comes from. The environment of your water, where it comes from. The clothing you're wearing. This, this is all part of your environment. Years ago, we were down at the University of Windsor, uh, and we were doing a talk on chemtrails and nano and everything else. And so we had a bunch of students there. So I had a cam scope that had a magnification of about 600x. And we, I was looking, and I had the students come, and we were looking at everybody's clothing, shirts they were wearing, the sweaters, you name it. Explaining to them that we had nano dust in the air. So we had, I had a polyester shirt on, so I we again looked at that. Nothing on the polyester, nothing. Couldn't believe it. Zero. No specks. No fibers. Nothing. I don't know what was in the polyester, but it was not allowing the particles to cling to it. So then we were, we were filming other students, and we had people wearing stuff from uh, Pakistan and stuff in China and wherever. The ones in Pakistan had the fibers literally dancing in the air. Like they were attached to the fiber, but they were like warp, wiggling around. I was like, holy shit, look at this. I said, you're sure it's alive. He freaked out. <laughs> And again, that's an environment. That's an environment. Even the food you're eating. Okay, I as I said earlier in the show, um, you know, I had spiked some ground beef I bought the other day for up to five hours. In that five-hour time frame, I was so surprised at how much came out of that meat. And the other thing I realized too was okay, when you get meat and you do put it through a spiking process. When you go to, and you rinse it off and you get all the blood and shit out, I don't even think that's blood to be honest with you. I think that meat's probably been dead for a while. And they put a red dye to it. Cause when I, when I stripped it down with the spike, all the dye went to the very bottom of the bowl, all of it. And the amount of shit that was in the top and the surface, it was incredible. So when you rinse it all out and you make your little hamburger patty and you um, put it, I cooked it in a little oil. The meat shrunk, drastically shrunk. I was so surprised at how much it had shrunk. And I realized that the stuff that was in it was keeping it from shrinking because the protein would have been loaded with the material. So like I said, it is... What it is, it's an environment that we have to deal with. Um, um, 
So, okay, what's going on? I've been enjoying the music of George. Okay. Okay. So here we go. Okay, yep. We got a bunch of people just popping in now. Hey, look at that. So like I said, you know, it's not just uh, what we think of an environment. I was watching a comedian named Fluffy. He's a Hispanic guy. He goes all over the world. And he t does a lot of jokes, cultural jokes. And mm. I was listening to the guy. He's funny. Funny. He wasn't dirty. Nothing. And he's actually talking in terms of cultural, culture. And when he went to the Middle East, they loved him because, you know, he, you know, he, he told jokes or whatever about culture. And they said, good, go back and tell everybody, well, not everybody here is a terrorist. Not everybody here is a terrorist. And, you know, whatever. And um, he made comments about the Middle East, made comments about India and the differences that are there. And um, it was interesting because when you don't have any um, biases, toward a people and you're ready to listen that's when you make the most uh connections the best information you're ever going to get from a culture because then you have a better idea how even in that environment they have created a wedge with all of us Everybody lives in a different environment in the world. Not everybody lives in America. Not everybody lives in Canada. Not everybody lives in the UK or the Middle East or Africa. But wherever you're living, your environment dictates how you respond, what you've been taught. And when you come out of that environment and you go to another one, you have to become adapt adaptive to that environment because it's different. So... This applies to what I'm talking about in health. We were in an environment 60 years ago that was a lot cleaner than it is today. Where the food supply was not tainted, the air was cleaner, you could breathe the air. You didn't have to worry about some robot trying to take over your body, you know, that kind of thing. We had actual real sun, we had some real clouds, we had, we had a real sky. We didn't have a fence around the planet, you know. There were some wars going on, like the war in Vietnam, you know, the whole, the whole, everything. Today's environment has changed drastically. And a lot of things that we learned in the previous environments may not apply anymore today because the environment today has changed so radically that Whatever worked before doesn't work today because it doesn't is not dealing with the same thing. When we take herds, herbs and supplements and peptides to help our bodies fight whatever, you have to take that with the understanding that what you have today inside of everybody is some form of synthetic biology. If you can get to that point and you can get it to that understand level of understanding that you are now dealing with a synthetic biology and you start thinking along those lines then the methodology that you're going to use to get rid of this technology is going to change years ago we used to use wormwood and cassia bark and clove and garlic and you know other things to kill parasites today those things don't work 
because the parasites you're dealing with today are mimetics. Fullerene assembled, inter, inter, integrated technology with protein, a fake creation that simulates its copy. So when you're dealing with that today, you you know, and you and you, everyone does it. They'll go out and they'll buy all the, you know, they'll buy the wormwood, they'll buy the clove, and they'll buy, you know, the cassia bark, and they'll buy all these other uh, tuja leaf and cedar and all that. Take all this stuff and nothing happens. What? How come it ain't working? It used to work before, because before you were dealing with a real live, genetically unaltered thing that could cause problems for you and these things drove that out so when we're looking today at, at a whole different bunch of um, anomalies that are happening wake up certain parts of your body are in pain you move around you're in pain you can't remember what day you're in. You can't remember uh, what you did, who you talked to. You're disorientated. You know, all the things that go along with having some kind of breakdown. The question you have to look at then is, why is this happening? Why is it happening in this location? Um, prayer and fasting cures everything, right? Well, it will get you closer to God, may cure a lot of things. Now, it doesn't always cure everything. Some things you have to work through yourself. You know, um, people miss that, miss that part of it. You know, praying and fasting is, again, to sometimes strengthen your spirit, strengthen your connection with God. Sometimes it can heal certain things just by, again, allowing the body to purge. The excess, but sometimes you have to work it out. Um, um, so, the um, when you see all these things transpiring, question you got to ask is what happened between yesterday and today where I'm waking up with this kind of problem? And if you go through your day yesterday, if you can remember that part, <laughs> what did I do yesterday? Um, and you go through the foods that you ate throughout the day. And there's nothing in the food that you can think of that co would cause that problem. You've avoided all the things that have a trigger. And you evaluate your day and you realize there was nothing you did that could, would create a trigger. Yet you woke up and you were woke up and you felt beat up. Then the question you'd have to ask is why? What triggered that effect? And then the answer may come to you in, in whatever form it comes, but you may realize that while you were sleeping, you were being targeted with energy weapons. They may have done a low flyby while you were sleeping at night and microwaved everybody. They may have turned down the tower to microwave everybody. It may have accessed your cell phone to, again, uh, activate it so that you'd be exposed to Bluetooth technology. 
So you got all these things happening. So this is where you have to start to thinking, okay, maybe I'm getting hit with a frequency. What do I do? Maybe I need to put a shield around my bed so when I'm sleeping, I don't get assaulted. Maybe I better look closely at the food I'm buying to see if I don't have a lot of aluminum in the food. And the only way you can do that is by splitting it, throwing it in the microwave and watching it spark. Um, so again, when we're looking at all the things that happen, and what if the pain was a microwave that had hit you, causing breakdown in the cells or the tissues of the skeletal system and the, and the ligament? See, again, these are things today we have to start to consider. What if the day before you went to a dollar store and you went and picked up an item and that item had some smart dust on it and you took it home, you went to the counter, you put it on the counter, you were feeling fine till you got home. Once you got home, you started feeling like shit. Uh, um, so again, something you have to consider. You know, let's say you went to a church function. Everybody's hugging and kissing everybody. Now you don't know who had what. Let's say you went to a town hall meeting. Sitting at the back. Again, you don't know who had what. Say you shook somebody's hand. Oh, no. <laughs> My bedroom is four concrete walls. Hope that helps. It should help a lot. And if you're in the basement, you'll hardly hear anything. If you're on the main floor or second floor, you still may hear uh, pitches and frequencies go through it. You have to remember, you're dealing with electromagnetic field, not electro field. You know. So... Yeah, if, you, uh, if you're in a basement, you got four concrete walls. The only thing I would probably put is aluminum, aluminum on the uh, ceiling above where you sleep and run that to a ground. My home was built in 1905, all brick. Okay. All brick. But you got to remember, brick is, has iron to it. Iron attracts a magnetic field. <laughs> so either... It'll amplify the frequency through your house or it'll disperse it, one or the other. You know, these are things, again, you have to sort of uh, keep in mind because um, we're not just getting hit with one field. My home house is concrete up to the rails. Okay. Even a concrete... Uh, doesn't always stop it. Just like uh, we had a gal in uh, Australia. She had one of the older homes that was made out of concrete and lead, which would have, should have stopped radiation. But her dogs were sitting on the floor and they were catch and their ass was burning up, literally. So she contacted a buddy of mine down in, Aust uh, in Arizona and she contacted me. She had put all the special paint on. She had the smart meter uh, caged. She done everything to block frequencies in the house, and they were still coming through. Mind you, she's only three blocks away from five antenna that were pointing at, in her direction. So that may have something to do with it. So concrete won't, may not always stop, uh, again, unless there's something mixed with it or unless you have it grounded. So I would say ground it. Um, 
Because again, an EMF field doesn't doesn't um, nothing stops an EMF. Electricity, yes. Static, yes. Uh, EMF, no. EMF, no. Uh, what else we got here? Hey, Chrissy, how you doing? Um, geez, I think we're almost to the end here already. There is a video on here. <clears throat> Excuse me. There's a video on here. Again, has to do with um, an ancient Babylonian ritual having to do with a golden cow. So when I seen it, and this was in the early 1900s. So when I seen this, I thought, oh, no, not again. This golden cow bullshit. It amazes me how in the early history, the golden cow caused God's wrath to rise. And I'm thinking, who in the right mind wants to deal with that? Anyway, so the video is there for everyone to watch. Some of you may get offended. That's fine. Some of you may think, oh boy. Some of you may just think, oh. <laughs> but in, in all cases, watch it. The reason why I played it or put it up there is so that nobody puts any kind of idol, especially a golden effing cow, in front of you. In fact, don't even wear an idol or an icon. You're better off all the way around. And again, when you watch stuff like that, if you are a believer, that's a warning for all of us not to fall into the same stupidity and the same trap that those people fell into way back in the day. You know, that's the last thing we want, last thing you need. See where we're at here now? Aha. Uh -huh. See, I got one more. Did that. What's this? Uh, hold on one second. Mm. Try to get this stupid thing. There we go. Oh, that's okay. We've seen that already. All right, I think I pretty much got it wrapped up, I guess. I um, watched that video on the, on the bit shoot or the other link so you can see the um, uh, see the effect of what this is doing to you inside and out, okay? This is basically eating everybody alive pretty much and changing everyone's DNA. So this is why it's important that you detox, disengage, Dissemble and remove and then reload. Um, so that, again, um, you're not in a compromised position to, to accept, uh, you know, more junk. Um, so, again, all right. So, I think I'm going to wind it down. You know, usually we play it right to the wire. Um, Again, I'm run, I ran out of material, <laughs> and I've answered all the questions. So anyway, until the next segment, 
you know, we'll be back. I always say at the end of these shows, read the Gospels. Read what Jesus had to say. You know, if you can't handle Revelations, again, get to it, but just keep reading it. But it remains true to the Gospels so that you can get what you, I did get something uh, this week. I did a uh, um, uh, consultation. And because the woman was listening to what I was saying about the Bible, she says, you know, you got me reading the New Testament again. That was interesting to hear. So again, read it. Read the New Testament. Read it with eyes of today and make the, make the correlation. Um, the... It's important that you keep that connection, you know, understand that covenant. Uh, as I always say, too, at the end of these shows, we are still here by the grace of God. Remember that. So until the next segment, which should probably be Monday. I won't be doing a pod tomorrow. I'll do it Monday because, again, the last time I screwed up, I had three in a row and then wound up on a Tuesday. So Monday there will be a show, 6 o'clock p.m. Eastern. Um, so anyway, I hope we're getting more people from Europe and outside. I hope this time works for them too. All right, to the next segment, to your house. Take care.